Welcome to Season 4, Episode 6 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, transforming, and performing at SU, and maybe even a little bit more than that. We'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karin Kinchat, GPT, host a podcast, Lucas. I'm Melissa Smeltzercraft. I'm back. This is no longer bald and beard exclusive. <laughs> I'm here. I have hair. Our guest has hair. Not much. Mm. <laughs> listen. Some of us. Listen. Yeah. This is Shannon Broa is out. I'm back. <laughs> I know you missed me. I'm here to regulate. Yeah. We did miss you. Welcome back, Mel. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I missed you guys, too. Have you have you been working on those? That was really good, Mel. Like that was uh, you know, when you miss episodes, you don't listen back to see <laughs> how much you've missed us. I did my due diligence. Really, and your voice, like you're welcome. It was like good, really good, like <laughs> good what is that voice. ASAP sound or SMRT? ASMR, whatever it is. really good. my name is Joey Gariziak, director of esports here. one of the bald and the beautiful. No one said that second one. Happy to be here. Scott King from the psychology department, uh, and Sean Kelly is our producer. Thank you, Sean, as always. So our email address, buzzwords at su.edu. We got a new email since Joey's in my episode from Emily Hollins, and I had to look up what she meant. She wrote in the subject line, attention, Lance Piper. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I am Lance Explain. Piper. You are Lance Piper? Is that an alias? Yes. No, that, that, that's my, uh, on, on uh, the movie I was in. Oh, that that Mount Highway. Oh my Mount God, so well played, Emily. Oh, right. so, yeah, that was. It's our, actually Colonel Lance Piper, Emily, but it's cool. <laughs> we'll we'll let you slide on that Colonel one. Colonel Lance Piper, Joey Garizia. That was me. Yeah, and then so the the email said, "Big time stars on this podcast." So we had we had Lance Piper, we had Blaine Weaver, <laughs> uh, we had no <laughs> Melissa Smeltzercraft, but um, maybe someday if all three of us have a conflict, ChatGPT can just. Run this That's what deal. we can do now, apparently. Yeah, Sean can just type in some, some text, and then we just need someone to read it, and it can, uh, it can churn it out. Uh, anyway, so our music, Best Time by FAS Sounds. We're at 1.9K, 1.9 thousand, or we could say 1,900 downloads from subuzzwords.podbean.com. I think the more vague that number is... Seems cooler K. than yeah. you yeah. reciting to the decimal point how many people have listened, <laughs> just for the record. Well, we don't know. Well, we do uh, know that it's enough to blur it out and add a K to it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it could be 1,800. Don't do that. Don't do that. It sounds it way cooler. 1.9. Yeah. 1,949. We don't know, but it's about 1K, no, 100 more than last week. So we had we had some downloads. Uh, still at 13 five-star ratings. Everybody rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And our guest this week uh, has a lot of experience in the sound business. Melissa, who is it? Golder O'Neill. Hi, Golder. Hey, Melissa. Um, my Shingleton friend. Golder is Associate Professor and Director of Music Production and Recording Technology. Originally from Chantilly, Golder holds a Bachelor of Music from Berklee College of Music and an MME from Shenandoah University. He has worked at SU since 1986. Golder, this is the fact that I refuse to believe. I don't know. I know. No. No, it's not possible there. That's wrong. And has more than 35 years, again, wrong lies, all lies, um, of 
professional recording experience. Golder has earned certifications in several sound recording technologies and is the owner, manager, and chief engineer of Goldville Studios in Winchester. As a musician himself, he's been able to play jazz and electric bass guitar in numerous ensembles and jazz clubs around the world. He and his wife, Christine, have two sons, Skylar and Gabriel. They all enjoy the outdoors, hiking, camping, skiing, snowboarding, wakeboarding, and ice hockey. Welcome, Golder. Thank you. Thank cool. you. Yes, thank you Glad for being here. here. 1986. Joey was born. I was born. If I remember. <laughs> yeah. right. I don't if you remember, what do you mean uh, remember? Because you're about the age of my little sister who was oh, okay. born in 1986. So I didn't know you in 1986. I was born in 1983. Yep, yep. 83. Uh. Melissa, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she was born yet. I was born. Yeah? 86. Now, 35 years. You guys make me feel old here. <laughs> don't Golder, ask, don't Golder just Sean. for the record, you look younger than both you, of these gentlemen <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Sean, Sean doesn't count this equation. <laughs> so you've been at SU since 1986. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we have to ask, what's the, what's the biggest change you've seen during that oh time? Oh, my. <laughs> what's the biggest change? There's been a lot of change. I bet. Here we are sitting in an <laughs> eSports arena. This wasn't here back in 1986? <laughs> no, this wasn't. <laughs> this, was, this, was, this room or this space was, you know, they had tanks and uh, mm -hmm. Jeeps and trucks and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, in this in space. In the armory. Yeah. Right? The garage of the armory. Yeah. Or whatever we're in. Yeah. So a lot of changes happened. Uh, I remember when Rubish was a baseball field. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it was a baseball field. Wow. When they built the building, wow. uh, <clears throat> they when they were building the pit, going for the pit, they hit a spring. And the pit actually has a, a, a water system that, that huh. controls the water in that space. Cool. And little fun facts that nobody yeah, really knows. That's cool. You know. So a lot of change. And so you earned your masters from Shenandoah? Yes. So mm -hmm. went from grad student into the faculty was well, it straight well, away or did you Well, do something I started as a uh, part time adjunct. Um back when uh, uh there was a a person here, uh, David Cottrell, and I, I was teaching bass and uh I was on a gig with Bob Larson. And uh, they said they need a bass instructor. And I had just moved back to the area, and I had a recording studio in the Chantilly area. And uh, they were talking about starting a program here at Shenandoah uh, with, you know, recording and mm -hmm. so on. So I uh, spoke with uh, Dickie Schickle, who was uh, the finance officer at that time, and uh, Charlotte Collins. And uh, we agreed to move my equipment here to start a program. And so um, from there, you know, here we are, you know, 30-some years later. So you started the program. Yeah. That's mm. That program. Been here ever since. Yes. It was uh, with wow. a, another gentleman named uh, David Cottrell at that time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, been here ever since. It's been a great ride. Wow. What, were, what was the equipment like that you were recording with? Back then? <laughs> <laughs> well, back then it was uh, real, 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 you know, eight-track tape. tape. Yeah. Tape, and uh, uh, it's been a, you know, we've. We've gone through several different, you know, levels of technology since then, you know. But one of those things about tape, and uh, I still have, we still have students use it, is uh, because of the sound of it. Oh, really? Know? Yeah, yeah, because the sound of, I mean, you listen to anything in the, you know, before 2000, or even early, you know, 2000s, it was all done on tape, hmm. you know. And people are still recording on it, uh, but it's, it's all because of the sound. 
Just, is it, what what about the sound? Is it like a more pure sound? It's uh, warmer. Yeah. Uh, you know, they call it the analog sound. Mm -hmm. It's warmer, and it's uh, with you know digital technology, you're sampling and you're trying to you know recreate something that's uh, when you think of voltage, it's live. It's mm -hmm. a, it's alive. You know, electricity's in everything, mm -hmm. and. Uh, with tape, it uh, it was able you were able to get this unique warm sound. Now with technology, it's gotten better, you know, much better. So when we hear something that's been recorded in a high resolution, you're like, oh, that sounds good. Hmm. But so, but the technology is still used. Some people are, and you know, you'll find some uh, artists out there that want to still use recording. Mm -hmm. They want to record on tape. So it's a kind of a thing. <laughs> you know? Melissa, did you ever own any music cassette tapes? Yes. What were they? What was your favorite? Oh God! Oh God. I, that's really testing me. I think I was a little bit young on that in the sense of purchasing, owning, and listening. But I do vividly remember them in the car with yeah. my parents yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Joey. <laughs> I mean, mine was probably Mariah Carey. Okay. Um, Great, great cassettes. Um, uh -huh. But my daughter actually just opened up. For some reason, we have a Walkman in our Ooh, house like that, that was in a package still. Uh -huh. And she just opened it and is like likes playing with it. And so we went to go to order <laughs> some cassettes. And it was like 75 bucks wow. for like the Forrest Gump soundtrack, which is two, two yeah. cassettes, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was, there's no rewind button on it. Because you have to take the you cassette out, flip it flip over, it and hit over fast, and then forward, fast forward, then flip it back over is the way yeah. that you rewind on this thing. And she was like, her mind was blown by that fact. Yeah, right. I bet Sean's mind might be blown by that. <laughs> 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 Sean doesn't know what a CD yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I had a long life with bootleg cassettes of like mm -hmm. concerts, like back in the late '90s. I, I would collect bootleg recordings of Dave Matthews shows. Did you and go and like hit record on like a? I I, I tried recording <laughs> on like a I think on a on a Walkman that had a record yeah. button, but mm -hmm. it was crappy quality. But like. Dave Matthews would let people make digital recordings and bring in like high tech yeah. stuff to record their shows, and he didn't care about you know bootlegs spreading all over the right. place. And that and uh, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, dead, a the dead to that fish. Widespread, widespread panic. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Widespread. I can't say it. Yeah. Widespread, <laughs> widespread panic. panic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, I, they I just want to say that you saying that, I immediately thought of Jerry Seinfeld sneaking a camcorder into a movie <laughs> and just. <laughs> <laughs> he had great camera angles. Though. Just the, uh, he was the, really the, good. The, you, you, you saying the word bootleg is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I've got like suitcases full of cassette Still? tapes. Still? Yeah. yeah. You can throw those away. I know. Though. I know. I need to. Uh, I've, if, are they well, going to come back? Yeah, they are, are coming back. They coming are coming back. back can I have some? Claire yeah. needs some. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're really expensive. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the ones that aren't, they're, they're like Maxell. I think that's the brand. Yeah, yeah Maxell. Yeah, yeah, Maxell made good cassette tapes. So, yeah, yeah I'll give you some. Thanks. I got a lot. <laughs> I, got the, I got the cassette tape hookup. Yeah. So <laughs> we're a gonna, suitcase. We have a sample of Golder. It's not on bass. a cassette. It's not on a cassette. It's probably higher quality. Um, so this is a song by Lawrence Elder, who was an SU alumnus, and the song is called Now. And this song reached number one on the Independent Music Network country music category in the month of January, mm -hmm. which was just last month. So we'll hear a little bit of this, and hopefully we can we can pick out the bass. Now, 
All right. Cool country song. Yeah. So what was your what was your lick there? What was your like little riff that you were doing on the bass? I mean, uh, do you want me to sing it? I want you to do like <laughs> bum, 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 bum. boom 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 Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's part of what you need to be able to do is do that. Yeah. You do that. Love, like, like bass is the coolest instrument because, you know, you stand up there and you just like boom, boom, You just kind of pluck. Boom, 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 doing your thing. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I love and that's what Golder does know, when he's playing know, too. So cool. yeah. Like I love asking guys about it who, who play because they, you know, sure, yes, for sure. <laughs> Women play too, Scott. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. Because um, they, you know, you can vocalize the sounds pretty easily mm-hmm. and just, you know, it's a nice rhythm rhythm to hear. All right, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> dribble, 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 dribble. I can do the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm just thinking about how cool it is for Golder to do that and how stupid I just sounded, right? Like, just so much swag there, Golder. I didn't think you were that bad. But Golder was much better. But Golder uh, was way cooler. Yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. Really cool clip. Um Cool. Well, we'll start getting into our kind of weekly segments that we mm-hmm. do, or sorry, monthly, sessionly, episodely segments that we do with everybody, Golder. And the first mm-hmm. one is for everybody, as we always do. And we always start with the highs and lows. So we go around the table, kind of talk about the worst and the best things from the previous month. Um, Scott, we'll start with you. Uh, let's see. Uh, low would be, I, I had a cold a few days ago. Uh Knocked me down for a while, runny nose, all that crap. Uh, I think it's from spending too much time with my family. <laughs> they, they, they got me sick. So it comes from uh, it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the kids catch stuff at school, and then I end up with it. Um, so, you know, lesson learned. Less time with the family. Less likely to get, <laughs> less likely to get sick. Um, my high. Oh, uh, in my adult years adult development um, aging class, we made Valentine's cards at the Winchester Senior Center. I took the class over there on a little field trip last week, and we made probably 100 handmade Valentine's cards for the, um, the older folks in Winchester who receive Meals on Wheels. The, the Winchester Senior Center delivers meals to all the stuff, all the, all the people who are stuck in their houses, and um, they get to have a nice Valentine's card. For go with students. that meal, like a delivery? Yeah, cool. Yeah, they, they get meals delivered, you know, five days a week. And my class, along with the congregates at the senior center, so the older adults who go to the center, we all made these cards together. And then the center delivered them to all the, all the homebound folks. And uh, it's always a fun thing. We haven't been able to do it for a couple years because of COVID. And my class would, would make them by themselves, but we couldn't partner up with the folks at the senior center. Um, but this year, we could go back to the senior center, everybody together, and we're starting another good good partnership over there. So in future episodes, listeners, I may be asking you to donate money as we try to fundraise <laughs> for the Winchester Senior Center. So get those wallets out <laughs> and credit cards and Venmos. Um, Melissa, what were your highs and lows? Um, well, I missed you guys last month, so that was obviously That's a the, high. Uh, <laughs> no, I see what happened there. Um, no, the I missed you guys so much. Thank you, Scott, for giving <clears throat> me a shout out for uh, my birthday win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're in the throes of season. I've battled many illnesses here and there, and whether it's college kids or elementary school kids, they're all germy. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, just in the grind <laughs> of it, we're in this last push. Um, 
I, I, I think just a low and a high is just combined. It's just like I'm so busy. I'm teaching a bunch of classes, um, three more than Joey, and <laughs> I'm I'm working really hard. I'm trying really hard. I'm putting all my effort into everything, and it's just like last push here for basketball. So um, just continuing to learn about myself and the girls on the team and really proud of them and, you know, it's just a grind. It's it's like hard to not think about season in an emotional way of like how much development and growth and adversity and evolution that occurs in, in 19 short weeks. But it's just mm-hmm. been a really fun journey. And, um, you know, it's always sad to think about it eventually coming to a close. And by the next podcast, we'll have been finished. Um, so it's that's all highs and all lows simultaneously. But I am I'm tired and I'm pushing myself and just trying to empty the tank and, and provide and fill my role to the best of my ability. So that's my high and my low is just everything basketball season. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. That time of the year for you. Yeah. Man. yeah. Hang in there. You're doing a great job. I'm going to yeah. just take a nap though. That's fine. <laughs> we'll wake you up when we get to you. Um, highs and lows. My, my low was my dog ran away. Oh. Um, she came back in the middle of the night after I stopped looking, of course. Good dog. Um, but I looked for like six hours yeah. for this dog, and she's black. So when it turned dark, I couldn't see anything anymore. Um, so I was out, and we had the whole neighborhood looking for this dog who's relatively new. And people kept seeing her, like, hey, I saw her by the bridge. Like, okay, so I had my running stuff on, so I ran over to the bridge. She was gone. <laughs> and I go, she was by the playground at the elementary school. So I ran to the elementary school the playground. She was gone by then. Um, and I, I ran through a field. I got headbutted by a bull in the process. Really? Uh, really? I did, yeah. Wow. Um, it was not an optimal experience. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Like a bull with horns? It didn't have horns. Okay. It was, it was, a, it was a bull sans horns. Yeah. Um, but I strategically placed myself in this field. I saw the cow starting to circle and come after me, and I was like, okay, is this is not thing? a, a oh, wow. I didn't think it was either, <laughs> but this happened. The, the cows, they were circling, and they were staring at me, and I was going, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. I was saying that louder and louder to try to keep them away. <laughs> and I saw in the middle of this field, I knew that if something went down, I wasn't going to be able to escape because oh. the, the fences were too far away. What time away. was this at? This was at like... Five o'clock in the evening, four thirty-five in the How evening. How many drinks have you had? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, we were at we were at Vibrissa actually before this. Were you trying to tip any of them? Oh, no, guys? we were Union Jack. We were Union Jack before this. Um, I was not. Um, and so I saw there's a big debris pile in the middle of the field, and I was like, all right, something goes down. That's my escape. Push I'm jumping into the middle of that where I don't think they're going to follow me in. And this bull got right behind me and was between me and the herd group heard i think it's a herd of cows sure yeah. um and you know i was saw it and i put my hands back behind me and it gave me a nudge and it kind of launched me i thought three <laughs> feet in the air it's probably more like six inches in the air and i ran to a stump stood on it and got big and yelled and it it took off wow with the rest of the cows behind it and i waited till they were way out of sight and i booked it across the field to get out of there <laughs> wow true story Is actually happened video? wow thank god it's not oh. these uh, are this that just got added to things i will ask at the pearly gates <laughs> <laughs> Did this really happen? <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent wow. did. Uh, so that was that, that was, was part bad. of the dog. Adventure? That was part of the dog because the dog was in the field. My wife climbed under some barbed wire, ruined her her favorite Ooh. sweater um, because she was running after it. I stayed on one side; she was the other side trying to filter the dog back. We couldn't find the dog. Moral of the story is um, put, put a chip on the dog, mm. um, which we have now. Um, but the dog, we left the back door open, like the gates to the backyard. Dog came in about 11.57 at night and jumped on the bed with us, covered in burrs <laughs> and mud, and we couldn't have cared less because we just didn't watch the eats. You know, wow. you, the, dog, the dog was probably saying, man, it was a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> just happy as could be. We were, like, all stressed out. So that was that was bad. It turned okay. The good, good thing, um, a new video game got released that all is right. incredibly fun. 
the new Harry Potter game. It's the Harry Potter world. It's it's called um, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, and I've put in about 25 hours of gameplay in it so far wow. in less than a week. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And when you wake up at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> what is what life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting chased by cows. Yeah, and yeah. playing a lot of video Harry games. Potter. Yeah, it's uh, it's an incredibly fun game. Just exploring like Hogwarts and Hogsmeade and and the grounds and stuff. It's it's really fun. I've been looking forward to it for a while, and it's definitely delivered. So that's that's my high. All right. Yeah, Golder. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like a great adventure you had there, <laughs> finding your dog. Well, I think getting back to what Scott and Alyssa said talked about germs, you know, I, I got, I thought, you know, you get the, the spring funk and you think, oh, is it COVID? You know, mm-hmm. you go and you do the test and you're like, oh, it's not. And then you get a little worse and then you do another test and it's like, you know, it's just allergies. So, the, yeah. and I don't do sick well, you know, so that was my low uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, you know, which was a, uh, one of those things you like, okay, I'll be fine in two weeks. And here I am. It's all good. Yeah, and you think allergies won't get you in the winter. Yeah. Around yeah. here, when it's like 50 and 60 degrees, they'll get you. Uh, and I realize this happens to me every spring. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's like it happens. I, I usually lose my voice, mm. which is part of that whole uh, process. Yeah. But this time I didn't. So, um, so that was my low. Um, my high of the uh, week, uh, I, I teach a class called, it's called Internship Preparation <clears throat> for Music Production uh, uh, Seniors. And they are looking for interns, uh, internships. And the neat thing about it is, uh, you know, you get students and they're like, okay, I'm on the last part of my college career and I've got, uh, you know, 15 weeks left and I've got a find an internship. I got to get a job. And the the thing is, is, you know, I try to tell them, you know, don't shoot low, shoot high. So in seeing that in students and uh, and little light bulbs, there's a, there's a, there's a moment where there's excitement and then there's some trepidation because it's like, oh, I've Mm got to do an internship. I've got to, I've got to look for this and, you know, being nervous. And I was able to share uh, a couple of, uh, 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 former students' uh, internship experience, and one in particular, uh, Joey Lisko, who uh, graduated, mm. uh, oh my, uh, 2018, 19, well, he uh, was at the Super Bowl. His, oh, cool. his big thing was he wanted to do audio for broadcasting and for sports, and he uh, landed a, a job with CP Communications, and he was at the Super Bowl. So he, he, was only cool. th- he, he could only text us a couple pictures because, you know, they signed a... Uh, NDA. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he sent some pictures after the Super Bowl saying, you know, but he was there for the week before. And then, you know, I think they're probably cleaned up now, but yeah. Super cool. Yeah. That's great. So, you know, and just seeing students, you know, like, okay, oh yeah, there is, I can do this, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just going for it. So that was, that was a high just seeing them, you know, as we've all experienced being in the classroom, you have that, that Mm -hmm. look of, uh, okay. And then that look of, oh Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. very yeah, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's go into these segments now. Sure. Uh, what is your Hornet hot take, Golder? Get to rant about anything. Rant. Oh, <laughs> no, I should I should clarify that before <laughs> the show, we were going through the segments with Golder and he really struggled to come up with something to rant about. So what listen, that is so Golder, whatever. You, yeah, whatever <laughs> you're hearing now, it, 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 it took an effort to get to it. Well, 
Uh, you remind me of like shopping carts. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I gave an example. Yeah. Uh, of it, shopping carts. And uh, <laughs> I have only one dent in my car, and it's from someone leaving a shopping cart unattended. Ooh. And I came out and I looked, and it was, you know, in the front fender of my car and put a little dent in there. So I was like, why can't people just walk their cart back <laughs> to the cart rack or back to the door? You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of a responsibility instead of taking your stuff out and let it, you know, yep. flounder yeah. around in the it's wind, of, blow it. Part of being a good human. That's right. right. Put That's your right. stuff back. Put your stuff back. Like Aldi's. Aldi's has I, a quarter. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. definitely are putting that thing back. You want that quarterback. Yeah, yeah. every place is going to end up being like Aldi, where you got to put a deposit in. <laughs> to get your card. We, we talked about this with Emily Burner many yeah, moons ago. Back. The wow. shopping cart rule is a huge indicator to success and the way people function. And mm -hmm. you have the right to be very angry. Older, which you mm. appear very angry right now. <laughs> so enraged. Seething. I am right. sorry that we angered you. It's, you know, you get reminded of it when you walk out to your car and you see oh, that yeah. dent that's on in your car, and it's like it's like little, you know, maybe ten inch crease just where you can see the front end of that mm. shopping cart, and mm -hmm. just visualize it there every time you see it. Yep. So that's that's just not 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 something I like to see. Yeah. Yeah. But it Agreed. Me of sh you know, shopping cart. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, all right, buzzword breakdown. Uh, Golder, your, your chance to talk about a buzzword that you try to embody um, in your work here at SU. Well, I have a phrase that uh, I talk with uh, music production uh, students. It's called signal flow. Hmm. Okay, now, everybody's like, signal flow, is that you know, something really technical? It's, it is. It's about you know, having a source and then a final destination with uh, you know, audio signal. So... We always talk about, you know, you, you, you have your source audio and then you have your final destination. If you were thinking about a microphone and then going through the process uh, of uh, amplifiers and so on to a speaker. Well, if you think about that, it's also uh, something I try to incorporate with, you know, your goals in life. It's like you got a beginning place and then you've got an ending place, hmm. you know, or, or a place that you're going to be until the next, you know, mm -hmm. Next chapter, next mm -hmm. signal flow chance. So um, I've tried to incorporate that. And students, you know, we, we, we refer to, you know, just learning equipment, just like Sean's got equipment here. He's got, a, he's got a, our headphones and microphones, and he's getting it through, you know, uh, the process of his computer. But there is some signal flow and routing that you have to do, and you have to think about it, and, you know, you've got to put it together. So um, <clears throat> that term is kind of something that we try to make a, like a mantra in the way of like uh, if you're learning audio and production, uh, you've got to start at a, at a beginning and then you have a de destination with that. Mm -hmm. So, that's so how do you as a teacher try to get the students to grasp that? Well, one thing is, you know, literally working with equipment and then working with, you know, time management. Uh, you know, uh, getting things done, uh, you know, with projects, uh, everybody's got things to do. Uh, I, I hear Melissa over there talking about being tired with basketball and being, you know, you've got a lot of stuff to do, but there's a, there's a signal flow process to that. It's like, okay, I've got to, to do this in the morning. I got to do this in the day, you know, throughout my day, what, what things can I get done? Mm -hmm. You know, and I try to say that for myself too, you know, we all deal with time management and working with, uh, you know, projects and getting things completed. But, uh, I mean, one is literal 
if we're in the studio, we're working with a microphone and trying to get it to a, 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 the console, manipulating the signal, going from there to a recording device, you know, a, a, a computer or tape, as we were talking about earlier. So, you know, those are the things that we, um, hmm. we might discuss. But then, you know, taking that same phrase and building upon, you know, what are you doing in life? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. It's really good. And like in coaching and, and teaching, you know, that <clears throat> signal, you know, if we're the generator of the signal, it can get distorted mm -hmm. before it gets to its destination. But you want to make sure that it's, you know, clear. Exactly. That, that, that's yeah. coming through. And it's it's got to be a two-way thing too, right? Because students and players and learners, right, they've got signals that they're trying to get across as well. Mm -hmm. That's a lot... It's really of, loaded. They got deep. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> they got real deep. A lot of signals did, flying did. everywhere. Oh. Yeah. In a classroom, <clears throat> on a court, in a video game, lots of signals probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All right. You, yeah, that was very good. Mm -hmm. Next one, superlatives. All right. This is about your best performance, or not your best. I just put the superlative in mm -hmm. for you. Your blank, excuse me, performance ever. You can do and take this however you want to take this, Golder. Well, I, th I thought about that, and uh, I think my best performance opportunity, I've had many great, you know, I just love to play music, love to listen to it, love to play it, so anytime I pick up my instrument, it's like um, I'm grateful to be able to do that, so it's not something that I, you, you know, you have things that go well, and maybe things that might not go as well as you wish them they had, you know, with a performance experience, but um I had the opportunity with uh, Lawrence Elder, who we played the clip earlier, mm -hmm. uh, to go to the, the Philippines International Jazz Festival back in 2009. <clears throat> and the neat thing about that is going to another country and playing, uh, at the time it was a, a jazz fusion group, and if uh, you're listening to Lawrence, which uh, that, that particular cut made it on the country charts, but if you listen to his album, it's like a cross between Bruce Hornsby and... Uh, uh, and jazz fusion, you know, cool. it's, it's pretty neat. So, um, uh, my best performance or my best experience was playing in front of a crowd, uh, that really appreciated, you know, jazz music. And you know, I can like, I mean, it, it, it's something I can't explain. It's something I experienced. And, uh, you know, when you play or you do something and you're like, okay, what did I just do? I don't know what I did. I can't recall it, mm. which is a good thing mm -hmm. because then you're not mentally going through the steps. It just happened. Yeah. And then you see, you know, the people appreciating it and you feed off of that as, as anybody, you know, we you know, even in sports, you know, sure. the crowd, you know, uh, gets you going and you get mm -hmm. that energy. Mm -hmm. But that experience being in a, a, in a different country uh, and playing, you know, uh, music, uh, it was it was just like okay, uh, that's that's I guess that's why we do this or why yeah, we do great. this, you know. Very so, cool. Yeah. So being in the zone. Yes. Flow yeah. state. Yes. Yeah. Flow state. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And signal flow again. Yeah. Hundred you know? <laughs> percent. <laughs> so in in the like, <clears throat> what do you look for, or or thinking back on that experience, you know, what from the crowd gave you the idea that they really appreciated jazz? Well, one is you can, it's one of those things you can feel when someone's listening to you or not. Hopefully <laughs> you not. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
that experience was, you know, you, you have people, sometimes it's, um, it's more of an energy thing. It's like that, uh, that Zen lack of a better, yeah, better word. Um, when, um, somebody's listening to you and, you know, one thing is applause and the type of applause, you know, somebody can clap and then somebody can really clap or sometimes people, you know, this, you've been in a, a show where people are actually cheering while you're playing. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that right there is a, like a call and response mm -hmm. in some, some way when you play something that's very unique or neat and all of a sudden somebody goes, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that 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 kind of excitement, yeah, yeah. you know, same thing in you know in a sports thing. Somebody's like you know, usually have referees or coaches on the sideline that are in the audience instead of you know, everybody's a, a spectator. But you know, they they might say things like you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, refs. You know, you know, uh, other other words there. But um, Melissa loves refs. Yeah, <laughs> referees that you know <laughs> that could use a little tutelage. But I think. Um, the whole thing is having that response from the crowd, and I look for just that energy that they might add to, you know. There, it's it's a thing they're listening. I don't, yeah, I, it's a, yeah. I, it's hard to describe. I'm sure someone can yeah, describe in, it, but I can't do it right now. In the classroom, <laughs> rarely. You get into flow state in the classroom. Yeah, well, not not a flow there. Um, but uh, but no, where, where like you feel you you feel good energy, you know, like you mm -hmm. can tell like. Oh, maybe maybe they're they're faking listening. that they're interested. Yeah, faking yeah. that they're listening. But at least they're like nodding their heads. And like when you make a little joke or you, you know, call back to something from earlier in the lesson, and like the the students actually like respond, like, oh yeah, it's like oh, that that, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that with music yeah. and you know just just recognition of of effort is always uh, always a good thing. I mm -hmm. think. All right, our next segment here. This is another one that needs a little bit of explanation. It's called Ask It Forward, where we're going to ask Golder to give us a question for our next guest. But first, we have to ask him Blaine Weaver's question from last month. And Blaine's question had to do with, was there any sort of negative experience that put you on the path that you're on, Golder? And we... We ran this by Golder before the show, and he couldn't really think of a negative experience, just like it was hard for him to think <laughs> of something to complain about. So we're, we're getting the theme here. So we've sort of rephrased the question. And I want to know, uh, what was it in your uh, youth or in your, in your early career development that set you on this path toward sound recording and technology? Wow. Okay. Uh, I think my... First experience, um, <clears throat> I have two. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I was going, yeah, I was becoming a freshman, eighth grade to ninth grade. Mm -hmm. I, I had a, a motorcycle accident, you know, dirt bike accident when I was like in, in it was summer break. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I injured, uh, I broke, you know, I broke my jaw, broke my arm. Ooh. Not, not a, not a great thing. And I and I played saxophone in band, and so, so I you know I ended up in the first week of school. I had a cast, and my mouth was wide shut. And uh, I had a band director. You know, I, I would show up in class. I'd just sit there, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, <laughs> can't play the sax." Yeah, right? I can't play the sax. So I ended up getting my cast off, and he kept sitting. You know, I was quiet, and I'd sit in my chair. 
He says, we got to do something with you. So he took me back into the practice room where they have, uh, you know, string bass. Uh, they were all in the instrument storage room. So his name was Tony Eversano, and he's a dear friend of mine. Um, so he said, uh, here. And he showed me this. He picked out the bass, and he was like, okay, uh, you're tall enough. So, okay, this will work. And he played this F blues bass line. And I was like, okay. And he says, uh, I'm going to show you this here. And he should put the bass in my hand. And he said, uh, <clears throat> don't come out of the room, the storage room until the bell rings. You know. <laughs> that shut you in the room with the bass. <laughs> shut me in the room with the bass, and that was it. So I fell in love with the bass, and uh, that was one of those experiences that I'm grateful for because at that time I was, you know, I was 14 and didn't know what had happened to me, and mm -hmm. I didn't, and I loved music, and I, you know, my family all, we all, it was either music or sports, we're, you know, we're all involved in those things, and uh, that was, uh, uh, you know, that changed my life at that time, and I didn't think I would be doing what I'm doing now. And then the second thing, yeah, that was, was the first thing. <laughs> was I remember listening to recordings, you know, and back in the day we had cassettes and we had LPs. You know what LPs are? I don't know, Sean. Long, you know, long, long play, play records. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Long playing. There's these plastic things that you put on a turntable, right? And you had a needle <laughs> that had an arm, and you would listen to, <laughs> you know, listen to these things. Well, I, I would listen to music, and I was mesmerized of how did that happen? How did they get that? To there, mm -hmm. you know, the technology is like, you know, how did they get the music on, and how did they put it all together, and blah blah blah, and I was really interested in the the, the technical aspect of it, and I used to take things apart, and I still do, and, and you know, uh, figure out how they worked, you know, looking for that signal flow yeah. within the, mm -hmm. the components, and you know, with uh, electronic equipment. So. Um, I was really interested in how did that process happen from the musician to the final thing that I was listening to. And then, um, uh, you know, uh, I tried to find out how to do that. And, and, and being in college, I, I found a program that, that offered that, and it was audio engineering at Berkeley School of Music. So, and, and it ended up doing that um, as an undergrad. Very and, cool. Uh, I learned a lot about it, and here I am. Yeah, records are amazing you know like aren't if, they yeah like, like, like yeah it's just this piece of plastic with all these cracks in it and it somehow <laughs> it's, it's a groove yeah it's a groove <laughs> i'm just trying to <laughs> trying to simplify the, the description and, and, and the funny thing i asked the student is some you know i'll ask how many grooves are in this album and you know there's only one it's just a, yeah it it's going. one long one yeah, exactly yeah hmm. so i mean you could count the revolutions if you wanted but sure. it's, it's just but it's one long groove all right, so our next guest is going to be Professor Dana Baxter from Criminology and Criminal Justice. Golder, what question should we ask her on your behalf? Okay. All right. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm thinking. Could be as, as broad or as specific as you wish. Um, well, in criminology, I guess, uh, what she's teaching is what are some of the Oh, that's that's uh, I'm going that that's going down a bad road. It's like what some of the worst things that she's heard, you know, and had to deal with from a criminal aspect. Oh, uh, she likes to talk about that stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serial yeah. killers. Oh. Uh, that that's up her alley. But yeah. um, you know question? what? Uh, and what? 
what are some of the um some of the i guess so what are there some of the positive things that might come from a uh a criminal situation that someone has turned into a positive if she knows any stories positives that could come from a, a criminal uh, situation yeah okay I don't know if that's a great question, but that's all I could think of at this moment. That'll work. Yeah. You know? Something I couldn't answer, that's for sure. <laughs> hmm. All right. So anything you want to plug before we wrap up here? Plug? Yeah, any stuff coming up, any shows, any uh, events um, that you want see. our listeners to know well, about? Well, uh, uh in our program, we uh, we just uh, finished uh, completing a Dolby Atmos immersive suite, and that's uh, over in uh, Rubish. And uh, that room is designed to mix uh, in Dolby Atmos, which is an immersive experience. And that's like a recording technology? That's, it's a, uh, you would say recording more of a, a mixing technology. Hmm. So one aspect is recording and capturing it, and then one aspect is playing it back. Sure. So, um, and everybody's familiar with Dolby Atmos. You go to any new movie, you you get that Dolby, Dolby surround sound. Yes, and all that. exactly. So, over in the in the in the studio, uh, we have a system that's a nine point one dot four system. So, um, you're looking at speakers that point down at you, and then on one plane, and so on. So instead of having two speakers like in a regular stereo, mm -hmm. which yeah. you know a lot of folks, you guys still have stereos at home, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I have an Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I have like eight of them throughout right, the house. Right, right. <laughs> that an eight <clears throat> eight point. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you now know, how, how would a video game go well, over in that sort oh, of oh, it, it, great world to be? Oh, uh, uh, and Sean are salivating. Yeah. The, uh, the Xbox, you know, uh, it, it uh, puts out a Dolby Atmos signal. So so we have an Xbox over there that we can listen to Dolby Atmos and oh, nice. while you're in this space, it's pretty cool. Love. It's pretty that. immersive. They're getting that ideas. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So our sponsor for this week or this episode, um, we just want to thank Winchester Public Schools for staying open the past few weeks when we've had beautiful sunny weather. There has been the threat of rain, so I know it might have been like a tough call. But uh, all the powers the threat that be, of rain, <laughs> all the powers that be, kept the schools open, and we appreciate it. And now they're all jinxed. Dang We're going to get snow now. I jinxed it. Yep. Yeah. Scott just jinxed it. I'm, uh, mi I'm missing snow, you know? It's like we need some snow. I'm with you, Golder. Yes, yeah. 100%. Definitely need some. You know? Um, Golder, thanks again for, for being here. Um, yeah. And thank the sponsor of the day, I guess. Uh, as always, email <laughs> us buzzwords at su.edu. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what's going on in your life and what we can talk about on here. Our website is subuzzwords.podbean.com. As mentioned earlier, our next guest will be Dana Baxter from Criminology and Criminal Justice. So looking forward to having her on coming up in another few weeks. So keep an ear out for that one. But until then, as always, keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.